The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Being Bumo, a podcast for the modern parent that wants to be the best version of themselves while being the best parents they can be for their kids. We'll be spotlighting parents and experts who are not only inspiring, but also willing to share with us how it really is. Because as we all know, parenting can be equally as rewarding as it is challenging. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So I have a question for you. When was the last time you did something for you? Something that brings you utter joy and excitement or brings that warm and fuzzy inner peace feeling inside of you? I'm not talking about doing something for the kids or for your partner, but I'm talking about something for yourself. And listen, if you can't think of the answer, well, I think this podcast is a must listen for you. I invited my friend, Alex Taylor. She's the co-founder of Parallel to chat with me about normalizing self-care for moms. I know it sounds so simple, but trust me, it's so much more complex than we think. The reason why us mothers carry so much guilt with us with anything that we do after becoming a mom. Once I became a mom, I felt like I could not stop feeling guilty, whether it was guilty for working, guilty for not working, guilty for doing something for myself. And when we do something for ourselves, sometimes we even feel guilty admitting that we feel guilty. Anyways, Alex is a powerhouse. She's not only a mother of two, but she's also a co-founder of Parallel. She's also Forbes 30 under 30 honoree. And she was also the president and executive editor-in-chief for Click Media. Once she became a mom, she realized a huge gap in the market and she was on a mission to solve it with her wellness brand, Parallel, that I'm a huge fan of. And as busy as life got for her, being a mom of two and also launching her own company, she has prioritized herself and her happiness. So with that said, here's our conversation on normalizing self-care for parents. Alex, welcome to Being Bumo. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a fan. <laughs> I Well, I'm such a fan of you. So I'm very excited to be speaking to you. But the first thing I need to know today is what has been your craziest slash most memorable parenting moment to just get started? Oh gosh, where do I start? Um, I think Going from one babe to two was the most insane period of my life. I, I I don't know. I don't know about you, but going from one kid to two kids was insane. And no one really warned me about how crazy it would be. I remember being so worried that I wouldn't have, like, wouldn't be able to love my daughter as much as my son. And somehow my heart just exploded and expand. And, you know, I love her obviously just as much as my son. Isn't it wild that, like, we even had that thought in our head because I remember going through that too. Like, I don't know if I could love this baby as much as my first baby. And now you think about it, you're like, what was I thinking? Like, how how did that thought even come up, right? I was like, how could I even, you know, and here I am on the other side, exactly looking back in hindsight, 2020, but that was such a crazy experience and no one prepared me for it. And Truth be told, those first six months, I think because my kids were really close together, you know, my son's two years, eight months, my daughter's eight months. So they're, they were exactly two years apart when she was born was really hard because he was so dependent on me still. And, you know, she was obviously a newborn and your kids are pretty close together too, right? Yeah. Well, not as close as yours, but they're three years and eight months apart. So I feel like I had a bit like probably a year longer than you. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. It was a crazy experience. You know, there were days where, you know, both had soiled their diapers and I was alone and I was like, Oh my God, what do I do? Who do I help first? And you know, (laughs) you just feel like you don't have enough hands. I mean, Um, nothing could prepare you for, for first of all, the journey of parenthood, but the journey of two, right. And like handling that while they're both little babes. So, and you were building your company during that time as well, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about your company parallel and where this idea came from and how that was building it as a new mom? Yeah. So it was especially crazy because when we launched parallel, I was pregnant and um, had a toddler and my co-founder had given birth a week before we launched. So it was just 
madness. You know, when it rains, of course, um, I guess it's very on brand. Parallel is we are the first and only OBGYN founded vitamin brand for women. So we support women through all stages of motherhood from fertility. So that phase when you're thinking about getting pregnant all the way through each individual trimester and into motherhood. And my co-founder, Tori, and I, along with our medical co-founder, Dr. Bayati, who's an incredible holistic OBGYN, also based here in Los Angeles, we we really felt that there was just a dearth of high quality products in the market, nothing that really offered targeted nutrition for each of these stages. Most vitamins, um, specifically prenatal vitamins, treat pregnancy and fertility and motherhood as this very binary experience. Either you are or are not pregnant. And if you are, you take the same two vitamins the entire time you're trying to conceive pregnancy and postpartum. And the reality is, is that you really need different nutrients for each stage. You know, when you're trying to conceive, you need more antioxidants to help your, your egg health. And when you're in your first trimester, you need some more B6 and some more, you know, you might need more ginger because you're feeling more nauseous and you need more folate, whereas later you need more calcium. So there was really no vitamin option on the market that really was dynamic and offered targeted nutrition. The way we got here was my co-founder and I had kind of come out of the world of uh, working on a variety of different lifestyle brands. So I came from a you know background in fashion and beauty and wellness. You know, I came up through the ranks in editorial. I started my career at Vogue and later went on to a startup at the time, which was called Who, What, Where, and helped build that family of brands. And I was just, you know, feeling like I had built a lot of brands for everyone else. And I needed to figure out an outlet to serve myself as this new millennial mom. And it was around that time that I met my co-founder, Tori, um, who had an incredible background working in finance and strategy at places like The Honest Company and Olive and June and Carbon 38. And we both just started to kind of share ideas about, you know, what are our biggest challenges as moms? And we had such complementary skills. We felt like there was an opportunity to bring some goodness to the world. And we really zeroed in on the prenatal vitamin category because Tori, my co-founder, gave birth to her daughter and her second, um, her second born, her daughter was born with a cleft lip and it was a non-genetic cleft. And, you know, as any mother or parent that would just kind of knock you off your feet, you know, my, my co-founder felt, you know, if it's non-genetic, it's nutrition related and how mm. could this be, you know, I've checked all the boxes I've taken you know, a great prenatal, I eat clean, I use clean beauty products. And as she began to research the why, she and her OBGYN realized there was a very direct correlation between this specific specific type of cleft with a folic acid deficiency. And not to get too technical, but folic acid is a synthetic format of folate. And many brands use it because it's cheaper, it's more readily available. And the idea is that our bodies can metabolize or methylate folic acid and transform it into folate. But unfortunately, 60% of women have a genetic variant that prevents you from actually methylating it and turning it into the absorbable format. And folate, the natural format, is highly related to many neural tube defects, you know, this cleft. Um, and many other things. And when my co-founder realized that her prenatal was using folic acid, you know, we brought that into our conversations together. We thought, wow, I mean, first of all, we've got to create a product with better quality ingredients that are totally bioavailable. And also the timing of nutrition matters. You know, those first six to nine weeks when you're pregnant, oftentimes you don't know you're pregnant, you actually increase levels of folate. Whereas later in your pregnancy um, and, you know, when you're postpartum or just being a mom, you don't need all that folate. And that really opened up the door to see that there was an opportunity to really time your nutrients. And, you know, since Tori and I weren't doctors, we took this idea to a team of doctors and we're like, is there something here? You know, is there an opportunity to, to create more targeted products? And, um, you know, there was a resounding yes. Which is wild because as you're talking about this, I have two kids and I didn't know that these are the nutrients that I needed during these trimesters, which is crazy to me because the amount of information that we don't get as, you know, whether we're trying to conceive or whether we're pregnant, you just kind of assume that, oh, I, I must take a prenatal vitamin and you just kind of Google whatever comes up and shows up, right? And that could be so misleading because 
there's so much more that we actually need. And that is so wonderful that you guys have that story as well, because it just shows you that although, you know, maybe my children are fine, like you just never know, right? You never know the things that could happen during pregnancy, what your body is going through. And these are the small things that we need to educate ourselves with. And I think the other thing is, is like, you know, we as women, we as parents, um, you know, we just want to know that we've at least done everything we can do, everything we could have done. And of course things happen. It's life. Nothing is picture perfect. And you know what, these things can result in incredible opportunities for people. And, um, you know, what we just realized was at least we can take the guesswork out of this small space of a woman's journey and give her the, you know, the comfort that she's getting exactly what she needs when she needs it. And, what really like validated the idea for us and when we knew we had to do this is when we took this idea to the doctors that we had access to, we were really fortunate to have access to some of the nation's top doctors that are very, very serious, you know, leaders in their field. And when we floated this idea by them, there was just this excitement for the first time ever. You know, they, many of them said, you know, right now when I recommend a prenatal vitamin, I'll just say, eh, take anything. They're all kind of the same, but this was really different. And so um, we co-founded the doc, the company, obviously with Dr. Bayati, as well as a team of about 10 top doctors with different disciplines that inform the formulations of all of our products. So we have two of the nation's top reproductive endocrinologists that formulated our, our fertility product. You know, they work with the likes of the Kardashians and the Tegans and all these incredibly, you know, amazing families. And now we're giving the world access to their exact vitamin protocol that they give to their patients. I love that. You know, and our pregnancy products are formulated by a team of OBGYNs, maternal fetal medicine doctors, as well as some naturopaths and herbalists, because we really wanted to take a very 360 approach. So it's been kind of beautiful to see this East meets West intersection in our product, because not only do we have, you know, the most incredible doctors supporting it, but we also have these alternative practitioners like top naturopaths, LA's to go, you know, a go-to, apologies. Doula really believes in our products. So it's just really neat to see all these people really circling around and believing in what we've created. That's amazing. So, and yeah. what are your products? Like how many yeah. sets of vitamins? Um, I, By the way, we're big fans here, obviously. We have them all over Bumo. But if you can share your different types of products, that'd be great. Yeah, sure. We have a fertility product called Conception Support, which is a bundled little packet of vitamins that you take up to a year before you start trying to conceive, or if you're actively trying, it has added antioxidants and increased volumes of folate in case you do get pregnant. Um, you have that extra folate during those early days. And then we have a pregnancy suite. So we have a product for first, second, and third trimester. And what's really neat is each daily packet of vitamins has your two core prenatal vitamins, an omega with DHA plus EPA. And we're the only vitamin on the market that has the EPA with the DHA. And that's really special because in order for the DHA to cross the placenta, you actually need EPA. So many of these ingredients actually need supporting ingredients to do their job. And that's why our formulation is so complex. Mm. So for our pregnancy suite, if you come to our website and enter your due date, your product delivery automatically updates. So as you move in your first, second, third trimester, you'll magically get the correct box at your doorstep, which is pretty nice. So it's like custom, customized for your, your date. I love exactly. that. And then we also have our mom multi, which is incredible for anyone that's postpartum or just doing the mom thing. So it has two multivitamins that are full spectrum nutritional coverage, your omega. It has a beauty blend, which we, I don't know about you, but I can really use my hair, skin and nails as well as a stress support. Um, again, which I think we, we could all use a little. Of. Actually, I, I still use the uh, mom multi because obviously I'm not trying to conceive and I'm not necessarily postpartum or pregnant, but I do need my nutrition. And so my, the mom multi makes it super easy. By the way, I am the worst person ever to walk this earth when it comes to taking vitamins and your vitamins have been probably the most consistent ones that I've been taking simply because it, it kind of like, it comes in this packet and it just serves you everything that you need and you don't have to second guess it because what makes it challenging for someone like me is 
I don't like, I want the best of the best, but I don't have the time to research like every little, like the best Omega is the best, you know, like, well, like, and it just kind of has everything in one packet. So I just take that one packet every day and it just makes it so much easier. So oh, thank you for so the happy. mom multi. I mean, that's what we were putting <laughs> vitamins for. I mean, you and me and moms like us, because I do want the absolute best products that I can have access to. But also I don't have time to hunt everything down. I don't have time to like pill sort. So this little daily packet with everything I need, I can throw it in my bag, take it when I remember. Um, But it's good to hear that it's... I have a few packs in my purse. I have a few packs in my car because I have to be honest, I... I try to get into the routine of taking it in the morning, but you know, when you have kids, sometimes you're always in a rush. So life happens. And so I just have them kind of everywhere. We have them at Bumo, like (laughs) anywhere that I'm at, I have like little packets everywhere. So I I could just take it. (laughs) Perfect. That's what we want. Yeah. It's it's just meant to make it really convenient so that you can focus on everything else that's way more important in your world, but at least you're covering your baseline nutritional needs. You're taking care of you for a minute. And then we also launched a men's multi, which was formulated by the foremost researcher on sperm health in the United States, Dr. Brian Levine. And we created this product specifically to um, offer to any of our partners, um, of, you know, heteronormative couples that are trying to conceive, or if there's two men that are trying to conceive with a, um, with a surrogate, um, it's an incredible product for men to take to support their uh, their sperm health. Because interestingly, the sperm a man creates today is actually the sperm he'll use in about three months to actually conceive. Mm. So it's really important to get ahead of that and start to support their nutrition with added antioxidants and omegas and the like to just help with that sperm motility. So our men's multi is incredible for that, but also just full full spectrum nutrition. Um, That's awesome. I don't think I've ever heard of that before anywhere. Yeah, yeah it's pretty wild. Um, it's a really special product and it's neat that it can be taken through not only the trying to conceive stage, but just general fatherhood. You know, my husband and I are not looking to have any more kids right now, <laughs> um, but he takes his men's multi every day. And I also kind of love it because I'm like, oh, he's taking care of himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not yeah. too much to worry about. So yeah. yeah. And I, I I like that narrative because I think it's very similar to Bumo's narrative, which is it takes two two people to obviously conceive, right? And a lot of the burden and sometimes pressure when women can't conceive comes like naturally goes on to the women. Absolutely. But Absolutely. the amount of times that I've heard that it it's also the man as well. And what are what are the the options that men have to be able to, you know, have better, you know, I don't know, sperm health or whatnot. I don't think there's much out there. So that's just incredible. Totally. Thank you. I mean, I for us it was really about how can men take a more active role in that journey? Cause like you said, we as women carry that burden you know, whether it's us or not, or whatever it might be, you know, when we don't conceive, you know, there is a lot of emotional baggage wrapped into that. And knowing that it really is biologically and scientifically a 50-50 effort, that way your partner has a way to opt in. Um, you know, I remember when we were trying to conceive, you know, I, I stopped, you know, I was eating very healthy and doing all the things and working out and trying to optimize. And my husband's like, well, what can I do? I'm like, I don't know, take a vitamin. Like, I don't know. Like I didn't know what to tell him. Um, so it's, it's neat that we have that now. So the question I always ask myself is how do I create more memories with my kids and doing more things that they will remember and get really excited about? One of my personal favorite memories growing up as a kid was when my dad and I would sit down and do these activities together. He would teach me about gravity and electricity through his little DIY project. I loved spending the time with him and I also loved discovering the world through these tangible lessons. Granted, he was an engineer, so everything was incredibly technical, but I usually understood the point he was trying to make. Anyways, our childhood experiences impact who we are today, just like our investment in childhood education. So why not gift your young innovators some super cool STEAM projects to nurture their curiosity and exploration outside the classroom? With KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every single month for trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers and every stage in between. 
So this past week, I worked on a new project from KiwiCo with Chloe, and that was robots and coding. It included everything we needed from the game board, 20 tiles, paper flags, 16 track pieces, assembly hits, wooden robot pieces, sticky foam pieces, pipe cleaners, puzzle cards, arrow cards, programming board, literally everything that you need. The value of this box is so amazing and all the products are super high quality material. And it also includes a step-by-step instruction which makes it super easy for the kids to follow along. The diversity in projects are really incredible as there are so many options. And honestly, the priceless memories that were created from it when Chloe and I were working on this project together, I will forever cherish. It's really a bonding moment, which reminds me so much of when my dad and I were working on projects together. The look in Chloe's eyes and that big smile when she finally completed her project is so priceless. What I love most about these projects is that it's challenging enough where Chloe had to really use her brain and creative thinking to make it work, but it also encouraged her to problem solve, but use her imagination at the same time. Chloe loves seeing her own creation come to life as much as I did. The joy and satisfaction that it brought for Chloe when she actually did it was absolutely incredible and her confidence just skyrocketed. You guys, I know how hard it is to keep kids busy and screen-free, especially during this time of year, but I really believe it's so important to stretch their little brains at a young age. And KiwiCo does just that for you and they do the legwork for you. So you can spend more quality time tackling projects together. Everything your child needs in their project is included in every crate so they can get started right away. The crates include one to two larger projects or two to three smaller projects tied together by an engaging theme. The best part about it is watching their confidence grow as big as their smiles. Everything is shipped right to your door and there's no commitment so you can pause or cancel at any time. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or a kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash bumo. That is K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash bumo. I'm Michelle Kwan. In 1996, the world was in the midst of a massive cultural movement that saw women finally taking center stage. Nowhere was this shift more apparent than at the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta. This audience was the loudest thing I have ever heard in my life. The noise, everybody's cheering, and we see all these USA flags. It was the most important summer in women's sports history. And team after team after team, the U.S. women kept winning. Basketball, soccer, softball, gymnastics. I just said, give me mine. Like, give me mine. Join me for Dear Media's Summer of Gold, presented by Together. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I love that. I love this. I think our generation of parenting has significantly changed from the previous where it's like, yes, like the men want to take an active role being the dad, right? Like being a a, a a parent, like the amount of dads that we see come into Bumo with their kids to be able to work with them is really, really cool. And that's what I love seeing is like, we're changing the narrative of what parenting looks like. It takes two people. Um, So I think this is a good segue to go into our main topic, which is self-care for parents, uh, especially moms. And I think naturally it makes sense, especially when you think about the little things, right? Because self-care, a lot of times I think, especially women, busy women, they kind of get scared with that word because they're like, oh, I just don't have the time, right? Or I don't have the time to do a full spa day or, and it just, we glamorize what self-care looks like, but it doesn't have to necessarily be that, right? It could be as easy as taking your multivitamins in the morning because it makes you feel good. Like something that I did this morning before I jumped onto this podcast and something that I, I try to do every single day is, Um, I try to take my morning calls like outside while I'm walking, right? And I am getting work done, but I'm also able to to get my cardio in. So let's talk about normalizing the idea of self-care for moms specifically. First of all, why do you think it's important that parents, especially moms, prioritize self-care? Well, I mean, when we take care of ourselves, our children, our families, our friends, our relationships, everything is better for it. You know, it's like, 
it's that old oxygen mask adage, right? You know, we have to take care of ourselves before we can take care of anyone else. And I truly believe that the energy that we as parents emit and bring into a space or just generally in life, the energy you bring into a room is going to set the tone. It's going to influence that energy. So as long as we can really support ourselves at that baseline, then we can be better parents for it. We can be more present. We can make better decisions. We can react better. And don't get me wrong. Like there are plenty of times that I react wrong and I'm (laughs) like, oh my God, what did I respond this way to my son? I'm a horrible mom. But like, at least I know if I've done what I can to take care of myself, I know I'm at least going to show up as my best self. And I think there's this idea out there that, you know, we as parents need to put everything, you know, put it, we we're naturally oriented to prioritize our children, right? You know, it is literally ingrained into our DNA to ensure that our children can survive <laughs> at a very baseline level. And so naturally we want to prioritize our children and do everything we can to put our children first. But what we forget is in order to do that, we do have to nurture ourselves and self-care can mean a lot of different things. I personally, you know, there's, there's a lot of these memes around the internet, for example, where, um, you know, it's a mom driving on her way to the grocery store and she's just like, oh my God, this is my self-care. I'm alone in the car. And yeah, I get it. Like being alone in the car is kind of nice, but like, that's sad. Like that shouldn't be what our picture of self-care is. Like right. we should really be a bit more conscious about how we're nurturing ourselves um, and, and creating space for ourselves. I think going back to the the word self-care, as I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of people feel like it has to be this full-on glamorous day, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. It could mean it it's anything that fills your cup, anything that nurtures you, that makes you feel good. And because and it looks different for everyone, right? Absolutely. So um, maybe for one mom, it's, I don't know, maybe being alone the whole day and being able to, I don't know, nap and read and speaking for myself, <laughs> nap and read and do, you know, DIY facials and just be alone. Like I really thrive when I am alone and it's important that I have kind of that time carved out. For another person, it might be spending time with their girlfriends to be able to laugh like until your belly hurts and have some drinks. What, what does self-care look like for you? Yeah. That's such a great point. It's so different and so personal. I mean, self-care for me can can be a lot of different things. You know, sometimes I'm like you, it sounds like where I just need some time alone. So, you know, that might just be taking my dog on a hike or for a walk all by myself and listening to a podcast or just having some silence, which is, you know, wonderful. You know, self-care can be, you know, going out to dinner with my girlfriends and, Oftentimes when it comes to, you know, going out and leaving my kids, I do get these weird pangs of guilt. Like I know it's fine. It's one night away, but I still feel bad about taking that time. And I just have to remind myself that, you know, again, I have to fill my cup in order to show up and be the best version of myself for my children. So yeah, I mean, spending time with my girlfriends and then my husband, of course, and family, but I think another big piece for me and my daily practice to keep myself centered is I meditate every day. It could be three minutes. It could be 20 minutes. I will always make sure that I start my day with a moment of meditation, um, reflection, gratitude. On days that I don't, people know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, I got to meditate. It just helps center me. And it's truly like the most important part of my self-care practice. And when I th- break it down, I'm like, I have three minutes. I mean, I'll tell you, I don't have a lot of time like you, you know, I run a business, I have a family, I run a household, like there's a whole lot of things going on in my, in my life, just like all of us. But when I break it down, I'm like, okay, I can make at least three minutes for me. It's digestible and feels realistic. Yeah. And I, and I like that you broke it down in that sense where it doesn't have to be long-winded. It doesn't have to be like a full on hour because I think a lot of parents, including myself, sometimes get scared to start something because you just automatically assume that you don't have the time. But it's just making the commitment to do something, whether it be three minutes, five minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, whatever time you do, you do decide to carve out um, ahead of time. So do you plan, do you plan out your, your kind of day and your week and your month in advance, like, okay, every other Thursday I have like girls night or like every morning I wake up and I meditate. Is that like planned out in advance? 
I have to calendar everything. I think first of all, I figured I was thinking about you. I was like, I think I know how Alex is going to answer this question because she seems like the person that has a calendar for everything. (laughs) I am. And it's for better or for worse. I mean, don't get me wrong. I sometimes wish I was a bit more of like a wallflower and free spirit and just easily move through life. But the real, that's just not me. I've tried and it's just not me. So yeah, I calendar most things with my meditation. Now it's just become such a part of my day. It's like brushing my teeth. I wake up, roll out of bed, have my, you know, my meditation pillow and I meditate and then I get on with my day. Wait, what's so this meditation like- pillow? Sorry. I need to pause you there. Cause I'm very <laughs> curious about this. It's, um, it's just this little, I think it's very chic. It's this little pillow. Um, it's like a little linen pillow that's kind of filled with some like I don't know, beans or something inside. And it's just, it's a comfortable place to sit. So I just have it beside my bed and it looks kind of nice, like a little poof, but I just sit on it and do my meditation there. And I don't know, cause my legs often fall asleep if I sit on the ground or I get uncomfortable or something, but this is, you know, got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. I, I was imagining like, I don't know, some sort of pillow that like you lay on or something, but it's like just a seated pillow. Okay. Got it. Yeah, a seated pillow. So I sit on that, but going back to your, your question. Yeah. I do create some structure. I do make sure that I have certain things throughout my day that are kind of checkpoints for me. You know, I know that during this half hour, I'm going to go walk my dog and also maybe answer a few emails or take a few calls. Like you do, I do the same thing. Um, and then I also just make sure I have plans in the calendar. You know, I know that in a week I'm going to dinner with my girlfriends and in two weeks I'm going on vacation. And I think just those little things on my calendar give me like a little light at the end of the tunnel to get towards and keep me excited. So yeah, I'm a big, big fan of blocking time in my day. You know, I'll even block time called DNS. That means do not schedule. And that's time for me to either, you know, focus on deep work or for me to no one to disturb me so that I can have some quiet to focus on something that I need to work on. Um, and I found that's been really helpful too. I love that DNS. I'm going to start doing that. Pick that up from Google. I remember when I started at Google, a lot of people have this time on their calendar called DNS. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I learned and I was very smart. <laughs> that is actually very smart. I want to go back to a point that you just um, brought up very quickly, which is having these little things that you could look forward to. So whether it be, you know, a date with your girlfriends or your partner or going to Palm Springs, like you mentioned earlier, but because parenting is forever, right? And I always tell people this, it's once you have kids, you're going to be on that journey forever. Yeah. Yeah. Even no when, once they're adults. No PTO, no time <laughs> off, no sick days. So it's so, so if you look at it in a sense of like a business, right? Like if you know that you're going to be building a business or starting a business and it's going to be like forever or like 30 years, right? It's so important that you have these moments where you could break or you could take time off or you could do something for yourself because you you know that you need some breathing room and something to look forward to or else everything is going to end up being so exhausting, monotonous and it, every every day could look the same easily, right? Absolutely. So you have to create and kind of trick your brain to being excited about certain things in your life because if you don't do that then you're going to get burnt out. And so that's what I do as well which is kind of creating these moments random moments for myself where I can look forward to something. And I see that you do that as well, which is so important. Definitely. It's funny you mentioned burnout because I think that self-care has been very much branded as this kind of luxury. Like when most people think self-care, I don't know about you, but like face masks and like spa days come to mind. And those are wonderful forms of self-care, but I think that we almost trivialize it. And self-care is so important. I mean, the fact that burnout was added to the DSM and the DSM in 2019. So it's actually like a mental disorder, burnout, which says something about our society. You know, self-care is almost an antidote because, you know, burnout is essentially stress that hasn't been managed. If you think about that, I think the form of burnout they added was occupational burnout, but parenting burnout, life burnout is a real thing. And the way that we can care for that is self-care. And it could be like, we've talked about all these different ways of just taking time for you to fill your cup. So yeah, I think it's just, it's, 
it's just interesting that we are living in a world where so many people are feeling burnt out. And yet one of the biggest, you know, salves to that is, you know, just taking this time for yourself. And it's almost like our society normalizes it. It's almost like if you become a mom, it's okay to feel miserable because it's normal that you're always so tired. It's so for me, I had to do a reality check a few years ago when I was like, is this normal? Because I'm always tired. I'm always exhausted. I'm at the point where I don't feel excited anymore. And yes, of course, there is a stage, especially the new mom stage where you're just not sleeping and you're sleep deprived and your hormones are all over the place. But at a certain point, you have to realize that, no, it's not normal. Like you should be happy and you should be feeling good. And so we have to take that back. We have to change that. Yeah. And yeah, permission, you know, I think there's this, like we're plagued by, I feel like a lot of people are plagued by this idea of like this martyr mentality, right. That we have to be, and also, you know, paired with this superwoman syndrome, this idea that we have to be 110%. I have to be the absolute best mom at drop off at preschool and have all the things in a row, which never happens. You know, I have to, you know, do well in my career, I have to be the best wife, you know, and then at the same time, we feel like we have to kind of like self-sacrifice our own well-being for everyone else. And then, you know, we end up being really unhappy, like you just said. And we have to just take a minute to step back and be like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> this is not making me happy. This is not working. Yeah. I mean, I think these kind of trendy words like she's a boss or she she can do it all or superwoman, I think in the beginning, they were cool, but now it's almost the standard that we've set for all moms, right? Like I need to do it all because I want to be the super mom. I want to be the one who's like doing everything. And I think they could be a little bit damaging, honestly, to women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's this perception because we're we're all trying to live up to that. And let me tell you from the other side, having, you know, had a, I've been really fortunate in my career and been able to do some exciting things. It's not as pretty on the other side either. It's really hard and you're going to crash and it's not sustainable. And, you know, the reality is, is we have to all be a little bit more real about what's going on behind the scenes. You know, I think this whole glamorizing, being busy, this boss lady thing is just, it's not fun. It's not healthy. It's not productive. And it puts us all in this spin when the reality is like, let's all be level together and support each other more. I like the word sustainability in parenting because I think building a sustainable life that you are able to have longevity is really important versus going all out and just like crashing and burning. That's something that I had to learn the hard way as well, because I was just going a million miles per hour. And at the end of the day, like there's that one point I just couldn't get out of bed because I was like, I just can't do this anymore. And we can't do that. You know, it's not healthy. And so even I was talking to someone else, I forgot who, but we're having this conversation of the word CEO. It almost has become this trendy word. It's like, I'm going to be the CEO of a company. I, I'm the boss. I, and for me, I realized that I do not want to be the CEO. After I became uh, the co-founder of Bumo with Joan, when I started Bumo without having any idea how to, how it, what it takes to run a massive company, I was like, I'm going to be the CEO. And then I met Joan and she showed me what it took to be a CEO. I'm like, oh no, thanks. I don't want to do that <laughs> Hard anymore. Pass. I'm good on Hard that. Pass. I, yeah, I will stay in my lane of awesome. being creative. Wow. You know, it's like, exactly. But I think that's just it. We have to have these conversations and say, it's okay to choose a path that's more productive for you, you know, and God bless you for even recognizing like that's so powerful and exciting. And yeah, I, I think that it, agreed, like there's all these kind of fantasies we have built up around the perception of some of these roles and titles that aren't really healthy for us and not a good fit for everyone either. Yeah. So you, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's, you just have to figure out what, makes you happy. And yes, obviously parenting, there are going to be like times where you just naturally feel tired and like overworked and not appreciated sometimes, but for the longevity of your family and for yourself, like find these little things that are going to get you excited that also will make you feel good. And for me, I never thought in my 
like 30 years of being alive that, because I always, I always gravitated towards being alone and identify more as an introvert, surprisingly to a lot of people. But after hitting 36, I need time with my girlfriends now. And so once a month, I I am with my girlfriends and I'm just laughing with them. We're just acting like high schoolers again, like being really stupid and ridiculous. And that fills me up so much. If I don't do it, I feel so, I feel like I'm stripped away from something, right? Yeah, you need that. I mean, I even think about, you know, in like a very fundamental term, like children, children need time for play you know, just unstructured play. And it's actually one of the most supportive things for their development and growth. I mean, obviously you guys are huge proponents of that with Bumo, but we still need play in our lives when we're adults. And that play for us is different. It's having fun and acting like high schoolers with our girlfriends, you know, feeling like we're a little uninhibited to just be ourselves and let loose. And that's so important to have that time. So smart that you do that. What we've been trying to do with like my girl group is doing one, cause it could be, it's easy to just like get drinks and dinner, which is amazing as well. Another thing that we've kind of added onto our list is like once every season, we try to do something out of the ordinary. So going horseback riding with all the girls, or I mean, I, I voted for, what is that? When you jump off a plane? Um, oh, um, oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> Skydiving. Skydiving. Yes. No one no one has agreed to that. I really? I'm still I'll pushing that. I'm down. Okay, maybe it's our <laughs> thing then. But also trying yeah. to do things outside of your comfort zone with your friends. I think that's a really, I don't know, a great bonding way or bonding tool for your, you know, close friends and family members. I couldn't agree more. Like actually funny you say that because I was talking with a friend about, you know we oftentimes have these like restaurants that we like to go to with our husband or our friends or partners, whoever it might be. Right. And you'll go to the same restaurant over again, over and over again. And when you think back to that restaurant, you're like, Oh, it's good. But all those experiences kind of fold together into one. Like what comes of it. But when you start to go to a new restaurant or try a new experience, you have all these new memories and your life just feels so much richer. So it's funny, you know, when it comes to even just picking a restaurant with girlfriends or, like you're doing on a more extreme level, which I'm totally going to borrow from you. I think there's something about newness with people that you care about that just creates a really special new memory and bond. Because I think that's what it is. It's memories, right? Um, I read a quote somewhere, or maybe it was, I think it was a TikTok, but it said something like, don't die with a bunch of dreams, die with a bunch of memories. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that got me thinking, I'm like, how many of us have all these dreams what about memories? Like what are the memories that I want to create with my friends and my kids and my family before I die? And so every opportunity that I get, even though even, you know, with my self-care moments, that's something that I do think about. Like what can I do where I could actually make this memorable? A hundred percent. I think something that I kind of take into my life kind of playing off of that is this idea of collecting experiences like memories, you know, I'd rather, especially as I went into my thirties and started a family, I realized that, you know, for me, it wasn't about things. It was about the experiences that I've had and they're in the memories. And, you know, if we can collect experiences and memories, then we've, you know, had a life well lived, which is pretty neat. I love that. Okay. So last few questions here before we have to wrap, but I, I'm personally curious because you're so extremely busy. You have a startup, you have your family, your kids. Um, do you have any go-to kind of apps that are your must-haves to keep you on track or any tools and tricks that we might need to know and borrow from you? Well, I think the first I touched on earlier, but I schedule everything. I schedule everything from my do not schedule time when I need to go for a walk to time where I'm going to do specific work to even just free time that I'm going to be offline to be with my kids. Um, It just helps me and it makes me kind of commit to it because also on the weekends, I'll be honest, if I have a couple hours during nap time, sometimes I just like want to zonk out and go on TikTok or on Instagram. But if I say, nope, during this hour, I'm going to hit my Peloton or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go call a friend, like I actually stick to it and do it. I'm happier that I did. So I really use my calendar in a way to create reminders and keep myself accountable and sometimes off my phone. <laughs> I love the Insight Timer app. That really helps me with my meditation practice. I set a little reminder so that when I wake up, it's 
first I get my alarm, then I get my little meditation reminder. So I just jump in and, and do my meditation. So I really like that. Wait, what? It's an Insight Timer app? It's Yeah, it's an app called Insight Timer. And you can just pick how long you want to meditate for. You can select a little background sound if you want. Oh. It's just nice. I like doing it better than setting a timer on my phone because the alarm going off is a little startling. And so I love that app and I find those things really help me kind of. And that's specifically for meditation. For meditation. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to download that. Yeah. It's a good one. Do you have any tips for parents that might have a idea that they want to turn into a business, but you know, they're just at the point where they're like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I have kids. I have this family. Like, is it too late? Like, do you have any tips? Because you, you just started parallel and it's incredible to see how well parallel is doing in a short amount of time. So how, how did you do it? And do you have any tips? Well, the reality is it's not easy. And I know, you know, this it's not easy, but I think as with all things in life, there's never a good time for anything. You know, I remember I was such a planner, you know, my life where I was like, I'm going to do this in my career by this age and I'll have kids at this age, but that's ridiculous and naive. Just as the experience of having children, you know, there's never a good time to have kids. There's never a good time to start a company. I do think there's a better time to start a company sometimes before you have a family, because that can be really a little easier. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you have an idea and you feel strongly about it, just make sure it's something that you feel really fulfilled by. And it's worth taking that time from your family. You know, for me with parallel, what gets me out of bed every day is a, that we're getting, you know, the nutrition and support to women who need it, but also our mission and give back with every subscription. We donate our own vitamins to underserved women here in the United States who lack access to high quality prenatal care. And that's huge. You know, one in 33 babies born in the United States are born with a nutrition related birth defect, which is astounding. And when you think about it and kind of peel the onion back, you realize that most people don't have access to an organic diet. Most people can't afford clean beauty products. You know, there are things that we are privileged to have access to. And so part of our goal with Parallel is to democratize that and enable people to get access to high quality nutrition, you know, through our give back program. So truthfully, the fact that I know that I'm doing that with every subscription and we've helped over 5,000 women in the United States to date. Like that gets me out of bed and that makes me feel okay taking the time away from my kids. So I think what's most important, if, if you have an idea or a dream you want to pursue, it's going to be hard. And there's going to be a time where it's harder than other times, right? It's not always going to be that way. And our, our you know, monkey minds love to make us think that it's always going to be, you know, hard and the tunnel will never end. But the reality is, is it's tough for right now, but the right now will, you know, drop off and it'll get better. But yeah, it's, it's hard, but just make sure it's something that you feel like you can take that time away from your family and remember that you'll get through it. And there's exciting things on the other side. I love that. I was also listening to Oprah this morning and she said something about when you figure out when your mind shifts from yourself to how can I be of service to other people? That is when doors will open for you. And this also gets me thinking about when it comes to business, right? Not saying that, you know, if it's a self-serving business, it won't do well. I mean, it could grow to a certain point, but if you really have figured out a business where you could help other people and serve other people for the better, I mean, you have something there, I mean, look what you've done with Bumo. I remember dying for a space like Bumo when I had my first. I wanted somewhere where I could take him, where I knew he was going to be enriched, but I also needed to work and I needed to fill my cup and needed that space. So however you can find like the why and the drive and exactly like the service that you're providing to the world, I think that that, at least as a parent, I think helps me get through the day and makes me feel okay about taking that time away from my family yeah, it's hard. But I think as long as you're focused on kind of the bigger picture and knowing that all that time you're putting in now, you know, it'll change and evolve and, you know, go for it. It's worth it. (laughs) What is your most used mom product? Okay. Besides parallel, because we all know that it's parallel. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Most you, okay. I have a few. Number one is my parachute rope. 
Oh my god, I was just wearing that like an hour before I got on this call. Yes. It's best robe. It has pockets. It's not very not dowdy. It's super chic. Um, so I love my parachute robe. Highly recommend if you don't have one. (laughs) It's literally like their linen bed sheet, which is is incredible. And it's not like because I actually hate the feel of like those towel robes. They're so heavy. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's good. It's worth it. It's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my number one. Start each day in it. And then my number two, I never thought I'd be the person wearing one of these, but I love wearing my Apple watch. It really helps me stay on time, especially during those early newborn days. I don't wear it as often now, but during those newborn days, at least as, you know, an entrepreneur needing to kind of be available at all times, you know, I'd have my baby, I'd have my watch if I could dictate texts in it and do calls. So that was kind of nice. So I loved that. And then my number three is probably like a little self-care item. So I'm a huge fan of this brand called Kate McLeod. And she has this solid body lotion called the Body Stone. It's amazing. It's um, very sustainable. There's no plastic packaging. Um, They have a refill program, but it's this amazing um, kind of, it looks like a bar of soap, but it's actually a lotion. And when you apply it, it kind of melts into the skin. Wait, I I think I received one in like a... I think we sent one to you when we launched. Cause I put together was some that you guys? products. Wait, was yeah. it in like a box? It's in like a bamboo Bamboo, box. yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. It's so good. It's and it's like so good. self-care every day. Cause you have to take like a few minutes to put it on. And it's just this nice little ritual. And I just love it. So oh my God. Yes. That's actually pretty game changing. <laughs> yeah. It's a because good one. Um, the pains of like moisturizing your body. I just skip that usually because it just takes yeah. too long. I'm so lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have an extra like five minutes after my shower yeah. to like yeah. rub in the moisturizer. But I feel like this makes it really easy where you just kind of scrub it onto your skin and it's already there. Yeah. It's amazing. I I love it. It's a random product, but it's really, and it was founded by a fellow mom and obviously it's all clean and safe and non-toxic. And I, I just, I love that. So I, you, you got some good products here (laughs) and I'm glad that I have all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you have them too. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to share mine because I don't think I've ever shared mine. So number one is actually the parachute uh, bathrobe as well. Cause I wear that every day. My number two, I'm going to show you right now. Oh my God. It's not even close. I'm excited to see. (laughs) Is this guy? Oh my gosh, I saw that on your Instagram and I I need to order it. (laughs) So for those of you that can't see this, uh, that are listening, it is my 100 ounce water bottle. I just got it two months ago and I cannot even tell you, I probably have drank more water these past two months than I did my entire life of living. Because I I forget to drink water. It's like, I don't have time or I forget or I'm too lazy to fill up my water bottle. It's kind of like (laughs) the whole vitamin concept for me where it's like, if it's not in front of me, if it's not easily like in a little packet, like Parallel has it, I'm not going to take it, right? It's just too much work. And same thing with water. Like I just, if it's not in front of me, I'm not going to go downstairs and get it. I hate the taste of water. So why do I want to drink it? Even though I know I should. So this sits in front of me all day on my desk and it gives you like a time. Um, How far? Where, where are you now? How I'm far? at 3 p.m. already. Good for you. Oh my God. It's only 10 a.m. Yeah, or it's 11 a.m. right now, but I'm already at my 3 p.m. goal, which is awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Goals. So that's my number two. And my number three, I have to say, is my parallel mom multivitamin. I'm not just saying that because you're on here. I pretty much label things that I use every day as like my most important items. And the parallel vitamins are definitely one of them. I have no idea. Like, that is the goal. Like that is so incredible. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, these are things that just make me feel better and that make my life easier. So thank you for making such an awesome product. Okay. Last two questions. One is, do you have a go-to recipe for like a busy night? I do. I do. So Jerry Hirsch, who I adore, has these amazing like one sheet recipes on her Instagram TV where she just takes a baking pan and throws a bunch of things in it and has like a full meal. So my favorite one that she does is this sheet pan salmon with vegetables. It's a, I think like teriyaki salmon. It's so good. It takes 
literally five minutes. It's the laziest recipe in the world, which is why I love it. And then it like comes out and you feel like Martha Stewart. So that's pretty cool. So you just put like a salmon on a pan and like throw like teriyaki sauce on it? Yeah, throw teriyaki sauce, any vegetables you can find. And just, you literally take your hands and just mix it all up and leave the salmon in the middle, pop it in the oven for 30 minutes and voila, you're like, you know, Susie Homemaker. It's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm all about these like, easy recipes minus the instant pot. I make spaghetti in instant pot, which is some people are like, you can make spaghetti in there. I'm like, yeah, you just break the spaghetti in half and then you just pour the sauce over it. And then you obviously you marinate the meat in it as well. And like five minutes I have my spaghetti. So stop it right. I have an instant pot and I've been afraid to use it. I need a girl. You're missing out. It's the easiest (laughs) thing ever. And you can leave it in there all day. So I actually make sometimes like the morning, like I'll, I'll throw something in there in the morning and then at night it'll still be warm. That's amazing. Okay. I'm sold. I'm going to be uh, texting you later for all the deets. I mean, I'm not a cook. That's the thing. I, I don't really cook, but I know how to, I, I'm an instant pot cook. Yeah, that's I that's, how I, that's all I, I know mean- how to make basically. If it doesn't come in the, if, if you can't make it in the instant pot, I don't know how to do it. So I don't know about this one sheet pan thing. Maybe I'll try it out, but it might be a little extreme. Then, it might be extreme but, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Oh, last my, question. Wait, what? What were you going to say? I was going to say my other, like my other, like super lazy favorite thing though. My son's obsessed with pasta. Um, and I love pasta too, is I'll boil the pasta. And while I'm boiling the pasta, I'll take frozen vegetables or any vegetables, put them in like a little, um, strainer thing and just put it in the boiling water. And I steam the veggies and the pasta at once. And it's like, oh, that's so, so it's like a two for one pasta and veggies. Yes. That's so smart. (laughs) Okay. What is the best parenting advice you've ever received? I mean, it's kind of two parts, honestly. The first part is, you know, to just, no one will ever know you as well as you know your children. I listened to this podcast forever ago called Invisibilia, which was so amazing. And they did this episode on, sounds crazy, quantum entanglement, but this idea that like two particles are connected. And they did an episode about this like mother and her son about how she like felt like she had like this ESP to him, right? And it was a little extreme, but I do think that we as parents are entangled with our children. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, he's going to cry and he cries or like, Or I'll be like, oh, he's not going to like this. And he doesn't like it. And I just feel like there's this weird unknown, you know, intuition that we have with our children. And so I think the best advice is just to trust yourself and know that no one knows your kids better than you, but also it takes a village. Um, You know, I think that's truly the biggest thing, you know, I coming out of, you know, a formal, I'd say I'm a recovering girl boss, you know, thinking I can do everything on my own, all myself. But the reality is, is even with parenthood, you can't. And, you know, it's this idea that it takes a village. It's wonderful to have a big, vibrant circle of people that help raise your kids. You know, my in-laws, my friends, you know, the teachers at school, like they're all helping me raise my kids and I can't do it alone. And I think that's the biggest thing, like inviting our girlfriends in to kind of be, parents and help support raise our kids like that's going to give them the most rich and wonderful you know upbringing yeah the more love the better I think so many of us we get so wrapped up around oh the love has to come from the parent but no love is love right and you know community whether it's from your grandparents or your parents or teachers or friends like they're going to benefit from that and it's going to enrich them as you mentioned so yeah so I think that's it you don't have to carry the burden on your own you know it's okay to have help and it's wonderful to have lots of help (laughs) so true I'm a huge believer in that well thank you so much Alex I'm so glad that we got you on the podcast finally um and I hope I get to see you soon, which I'm sure we'll we'll find a date. We'll put it in the calendar. Maybe we'll go skydiving. Yes. Oh, yes. We're going to have to make that happen. Extreme moms. Extreme moms. Here we come. All right. Oh, wait. Where can everyone find Parallel and you? I'm so sorry. Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, my goodness. Um, yes. You can find Parallel at Parallel Health on Instagram or ParallelHealth.com. We spell parallel a little differently. We spell ease. So it's P-E-R-E-L-E-L. 
And um, I'm it's Alex Taylor on Instagram. Well, thank you, Alex. And (laughs) I'll see you you soon. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and it would mean the world to me if you took a second to rate, review, and follow. It really is the best way to support the show and don't forget to head over to our Instagram for more parenting tips and inspiration at Bumo Parent. And if you guys are looking for high quality virtual education for your little ones ages one through seven years old, make sure to check out at Bumo Brain on Instagram or go to www.bumobrain.com. We have a wide range of topics that your little ones will surely get so excited about from Dr. Kid to Chef Math to our foreign language program. We have all sorts of languages. Forbes called Bumo Brain the classroom of the future and it really is the best platform for early learners. Go to www.bumobrain.com to learn more.